Welcome to the Wally Show Aftercast. All the stuff we did not get to during the course of the show today, uh, including a really strange, like, bad story that has a better ending, you know, than it could have, but not great for one person who obviously was messed up. There was a, a story at a Target in, I think, Omaha, um, and this guy walks in to Target with an AR, and he starts shooting, but what was really weird is there was nobody that was shot in the store, no uh, employees, no uh, customers, nobody gets shot. So he walks in, he's got 15 magazines. Like each of these magazines will hold probably 20 to 40 shots, depending on what he's got. And like that's so much ammunition and firepower to do a lot of damage. And, you know, you've seen these shootings before. You're like, what just happened? You know, and how many people lose their lives so quickly. But no one gets hurt at all in this. And so the cops show up a few minutes later after they get the calls and they confront the guy and instantly take him out, you know. And so for his family, obviously, this is sad, but it definitely ended up having a better outcome than it should be. But they're looking at it and they're saying, they don't really have uh, a reason for what happened, and they said that the Target employees did a great job assisting shoppers and getting out of the store. But if you ask me, this one feels like like suicide by cop. It's like where you know you don't want to take yourself out necessarily, but you you put yourself in a scenario where police have to take action on you, you know? Yeah. And I don't know what the change is going to be for this to stop happening. I don't, I don't think know. gun laws or stricter gun laws, I don't know if that's going to help or not, but I don't understand why this man didn't get the help that he obviously needed if it was a suicide by police yeah. situation. Thankfully, he didn't take anyone with him. You know, some people do. Like, they could have the same, they could want the same outcome right. to be taken out by the police, but they decide to take people with them, and that I hate. But at least this guy didn't do that. But also, too, people are still going to be scarred by oh, hearing sure. those gunshots, sure. you know, that that will mess you up. One of the employees, the Target girl, said she was in the restroom when she heard the firing, and so her first thing was she texted her family and was like, I love you. I don't know if this is it. We had uh, a situation that happened in uh, this area called 12 South where there was a guy in the streets with a gun and everyone panicked and ran into, I wasn't there, it was my daughter and her friends. Oh, wow. And they all ran into different places of like these businesses and restaurants and back rooms and like hid. And a lot of the kids were like that. They were calling their parents and you're like, I just, it's such a sad, broken world. Then you don't want that for anybody, much less your kids to, to live under that threat of violence. And Again, like you look at all these shootings and stuff and they're like, well, they attained the gun legally and stuff. So the so whatever we're doing on that front is not working. You're right. Um, but what we should be doing to curb the violence is the mental health and the being intentional in people's lives and being proactive in these broken people. But how do you do that? You know, where do you spend spend the money on that? Honestly, mm -hmm. like if we're going to spend money, we lobby about all the things and, and how to do all these gun rules. And, and, and they spend millions and millions and millions of dollars, you know, to fight things versus why don't you take that money and let's actually do some mental health work in people that could work. And I think the saddest thing is like, 
yeah, this person was on the police radar, but they never were able to do anything about it kind of thing. And so those are not this person specifically, but in just in general. And those are the hard things. But uh, fortunately, you know, at least no one else, no innocent people were killed or hurt in this. But just another tragic day in this world. And speaking of tragic days, Bed Bath & Beyond. Transition. Transition, yeah, not <laughs> a good one. Uh, Bed Bath & Beyond, they're closing another 87 stores, Rock. 87! I mean, I I thought that they should have closed a long time ago. <gasps> no! Bed Bath & Beyond is amazing! They, they have at, where, like as-seen-on-TV products, like things that you like didn't buy when it was on the infomercial. You can get those at Walmart. Yeah, I know, but the Bed Bath & Beyond, they always had a 20% coupon. They had all these <laughs> random things that... Uh, oh, and by the way, too, don't jump on the beds that they had displayed because you think they're soft and cushy, they're boards. Um, <laughs> I found that out the hard Don't like, jump on the beds. I went and jumped on one. I was like, clunk, clunk. It's like, oh, that's plywood. When was the last time you've even been to one. Well, they closed the one by me, and I was so okay. sad. I haven't seen one in forever. Yeah, and there, there's one down here in Cool Springs. I usually, I usually visit them during Christmas because they have like good stocking stuffers uh, <laughs> and weird things, you know. Uh, but yeah, if you are live in Florida, eleven stores going oh, away. The struggle. Yeah, and all in places we are uh, with our terrestrial signal, like Boca, Coral Springs, Royal Palm, where I used to live right near there. It's heartbreaking. It's sad. It's sad. Yeah, I'm heartbroken. I know. The world's changing. It's a rough day. <laughs> it's a rough day. We're all going to get through it together. Uh, Lady Rock, what do you got? Paul Rudd. You know him as Ant-Man, I Worst guess. superhero comic what? ever. Oh, Ant-Man's okay. horrible. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. I agree. I like Paul Rudd. He's great. I thought you were going to critique Paul Rudd for a second there. No. I'm like, how do we do that? He's great, but the, the show itself is horrible. Oh, yeah. How old would you guess Paul Rudd is? 38. Maybe, maybe 40. I think he's in his 50s. Uh, I don't know, 51? He's 53. Huh. Oh, he's just a little bit younger than me. Wow. Because yeah. he was in... He was <laughs> and like we both looked this good. Younger. <laughs> and he plays okay. a superhero. Yeah, I know. I could but do like that too. A I lame one. the options. Yeah, exactly. Well, he, he, he's been asked multiple times, how is it that he stays looking so young? Yeah. At 53? We, we both get this question a lot. I know, like, how do you look so good at this age? <sighs> Can I go on with my story? You sure can, and I'll but give you without, my secret. No, after. I don't. I don't <laughs> you don't have a secret. Um, but he says he stays young through diet, mm, lifting weights, not fun, doing cardio, uh, and getting eight hours of sleep. Oh, that part I like. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah, yeah. He says he lifts weights at least three times a week, or he tries to. But it's not that he finds this kind of routine comforting. It's just that he knows that it's going to help him in his career. Yeah. And if you're curious about what he does eat that he considers healthy, he eats eggs every day, uh, a no. lot of salmon, and yeah. he drinks protein shakes that are just protein powder and water. I don't like yeah. any of those things. Nothing. <laughs> but it works. Yeah, I mean, it obviously works for him. I have a different strategy. Uh, I eat one to two work. meals a day now, and uh, it's you working. You eat pretzels. And I had pretzels for breakfast. They're not yes. meals. Yeah, I, I guess and he's it's on a fry calories. it. Maybe you should ask Paul Rudd if he'll do the fry the it. The fry it with me? Yeah, that would be good. I did oh. do that the other day. I find myself mixing diets, and I know that's probably not good. Like the other day when I just had two hamburger patties, I'm like, cool, I'm doing Atkins for a day <laughs> <laughs> for a meal. <laughs> I guess it doesn't you work inco- that way. You incorporate a veggie into your diet, and that's what's considered an actual diet because yeah. it gives you calories. It's low calories, yeah. but you get to eat more often and it keeps you thin. Yeah, I don't like the veggies at all. <laughs> I like starches. 
<laughs> Starches are my favorite, like corn uh, and, and potatoes. And potatoes. Potatoes so are, are, are not too bad. They're not too high okay, in calories. Could you eat the skin? Oh, I like the skin. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I do like when I get Got a baked potato, I do like the skin. If it's soft, when it's crunchy, I'm not a fan. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I do like those tater skin uh, uh, potato chips, too. Have you ever had those? The Friday's ones? Uh-uh. They call them tater skins. Oh, so good. <laughs> I bet Paul Rudd doesn't have No, he doesn't. But Paul Rudd doesn't enjoy his life. You, you heard him. He's like, I don't do any of this for enjoyment. Hmm. Fortunately, uh, he, uh, unfortunately for him, he's in a business where that would, I think that would be frustrating. Like, say you're just not wired to really love working out and good health and things like that, but your business mandates that you do. Yeah, might then be good. You have to. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I couldn't. Do it. I mean, I was like, but I, if they offered you millions of dollars, you still wouldn't do it. Uh, yeah, that I could. Yeah, oh, easily. And, and I guess I'd if like that's to see it. if that's thank you. Uh, if that's your own job, because I know you job, would fail. I could do it. No, you wouldn't. You cheat. You'd cheat. You'd be one of those that like sneaks to the fridge at night. If I got a million dollars for a thing, I could do it. But for it's a like bit. if it's the only thing you have to focus right. on before you start learning your lines and doing right. all the acting yep. mumbo jumbo. Like that would be great. Like three months of just dedication every single day. To that, I would love that. There's some guy on TikTok, V Shred guy or yep. whatever. Yeah, okay. So you know this guy. So it's funny. It came up in my feed, and uh, I was watching it, and he's like, "Yeah, the secret to Holly, you know, Hollywood actors. This is how they get shredded for a role, and it's like faster and stuff." And it's funny because I was I was playing it, and I'm watching it. My wife is probably ten feet from me, so she can't. Uh, see it at all and uh and she just hears it she's like is that the v-shred guy i'm like what are you watching the v-shred guy video he's like the secret to getting in shape it's not keto it's not cardio and he does this thing with all of those ads because at one point i remember being like oh this like let's just see what he does but he promises the answer to that thing yeah but then he never tells you because you need to go sign up for his little course I can't stand those guys. Though I hate all of those. I get why because they need you to convert, you know, and and get into their ethos. That's and how they so, make money. Yeah, like I totally get that. But man, it's so frustrating. You know, I just like there's a guitar player guy that does that as well, and I and I really like it. But I've never gotten to the end of it because I'm like I'm not going to sign up for that. Just give me a little bit, you know, and and it'll be fine. What are you looking at? Oh, I was looking for Nate Bargatze. Of course. Uh, yeah, because he had this one funny workout thing where he was talking about like Navy SEALs. He's like, I go all in. And he's like, I needed to lose some weight. Maybe I'll do what the Navy SEALs do. Uh, but then he has this whole thing about the uh, the before guy. Uh, he actually looks funny. really good. Yeah. He does. He's, he's lost, lost weight. a lot he did of the weight. Work. He lost it in his face, too. And like, yeah, yeah he does look really good. Like, I think he needs to stop, actually. Yeah, he's on that, he's on that fringe of if he loses any more, he'll look sick. Yeah. Like, I, there are people like that that you, maybe it's just because you knew them for so long and then they lose a bunch of weight and you're like, oh, you okay? Like, they look, yeah. they they don't look healthy sickly. anymore. You liked them a little bit. And I'm not saying he looks sickly. I'm saying yeah. if he keeps losing, more, right. he will. I agree with you 100%. I thought the same thing. There's a guy that I know, he's a pastor, same way. Like, he was bigger and he lost all this weight. And you're like, oh, wow, you look really good, man. But he's right on that line. Like, don't yeah. lose anymore. People are going to be like, hey, man. Yeah. Do we need to start a GoFundMe for you? Are you good? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, do you got any birthdays? I do not. What? That's amazing. But I can give you a question. I would love it. Margie, she says, uh, what is the game you played as a child that you miss or gave you fond memories? Oh, that you miss. Oh, my goodness. I'll tell you a game that I loved back in the day. Uh, like is it a playground game or like no, a board game? No, it could be just okay. a game game. 
like game, whatever. Yeah. Uh, mine would be Pretty Pretty Princess. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. Uh, yes. They actually still make it, which I was shocked by. Uh, but what it is is that you like just all you do is simply spin this wheel, whatever mm-hmm. it lands on. You either get a necklace, yep. earrings, bracelet, and you want to end up being the pretty pretty princess with the crown. With the crown. Yep. And I remember playing it outside, inside. I loved. Did that your dad game. ever play Pretty Pretty Princess no. with you? No. See, this is where I think I'm a good dad. My daughter had the Disney version of Pretty Pretty Princess, and I would play Pretty Pretty Princess with her. You know, mm-hmm. did I like it? Absolutely not. I hate losing. Uh, but like, <laughs> like I still, I I played Pretty Pretty Princess. I played Mall Madness. With oh, her. I loved Mall Madness. I know, right? My mom played with me. I'm sure yeah. she hated it. Yeah, but I loved it. And so, like, I hope that I hope that my daughter. You talk about memories. I hope that my daughter remembers these things and and. You know, like, like some people laugh at you. Oh, you're not manly. But like, I think being a man is spending time with your kids and, and pouring For into sure. their lives. And I think that's admirable, you mm-hmm. know. And so we were talking, we were at, at that uh, Jesus Revolution movie. And um, there was a Broadway star there who has since moved to Tennessee. And her name's Sierra Bogus. And my daughter loves her. She did a master class with her in New York. And my wife saw her, and it's so funny because my wife, again, like pouring in like our kid, she's like, I'm going to go talk to her. And my wife is so not like that. You know how introverted my wife mm-hmm. is, Mar- uh, Marty is. And so I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Go. I mean, people kind of talk at these things and everyone's hot, like you know, pressing the flesh. So I'm like, yeah, go, it won't be a big deal. And so she goes over and talks to her. This lady was so nice. It was like so great. And cause I could hear part of their conversation cause I stayed seated. And then she was like, and then my wife busts out the picture. I'm like, Oh no, she's going for the photo. <laughs> and she's like, she's like, she, my daughter just loved what she learned from you and stuff. Do you mind? Can we take a picture so I can send it to her and it'll make her day. And she was so kind. She's like, absolutely. Let's go. So she takes one picture and I'm like, okay, that was good. That's enough. And and then all of a sudden I see Marty going again. I'm like, what are you doing? And so it, it turns out Sierra was like, let's take another one. I guess Sierra oh, didn't like it. Good. And so, uh, so, but again, so, so cool. But again, you, you pour yourself in. So I go over and I meet her. Uh, Cause I'm like, is this lady bothering you, ma'am? <laughs> and, um, and so I meet her and I was telling her about how, uh, you know, I know her because I know her shows and I know who she is because of my daughter. And when you have a kid, you pour yourself into what they're doing. Wait, when you have one, uh, you pour yeah. yourself into Not what when they you have do. Multiple. No, uh, the only the one that has the most earning potential gets yeah. any of that. <laughs> um, but she was, yeah, she was really cool. She got blackballed in Hollywood, or not Hollywood in Broadway. Did you guys know that? Mm-mm. She had. We don't keep up with the Broadway news. Sorry. Uh, okay, so when COVID hit. You know how everybody, especially in New York, you had to follow all the rules and do all these things. Okay, so COVID hits and super liberal environment, California and in New York. Well, they were making people get vaccinated and she didn't want to get vaccinated. And so she said no. And they blackballed her, basically ruined her career, couldn't get work anywhere. And so she was like, you know what? I just kind of at that point, everything that had been important to me didn't matter anymore. And I kind of felt God telling me to this was it. Let's move and do something else. And she came to Tennessee and she loves it here. Hmm. And I'm like, yeah, did you get your gun when they uh, when you came across the state line? Because you're allowed to have one here. It's not like New York where everybody's afraid of everything. It's a great place. You'll love it here. Um, but yeah, so anyway, she, she, she was super cool. Games. Yes, games. Did she, Were you the only one that answered? Yes. There? Okay. Yeah. 
Yes. See, this is my job. Though. It's so funny. Like, this is my job. My job is to take one thing that we talk about and at least give it some uh, length. I just, <laughs> I just like to hear, figure out how we got here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Rabbit trails. Sometimes yeah. I just need one word to get there. Gavin, game. I mean, I'm just going to, super simple, uh, checkers at Cracker Barrel. Oh, where you go and you have parents? just a little mat, and I'd play with my little brother when okay. we were younger. I got it for him for Christmas like two years ago. Yeah, I don't think he's used it. Yeah, <laughs> you can't go home sometimes. No, nope. like, you can't go back. Nope. But yeah. I, I did love that game. Yeah, I used to love uh, shoots and ladders. Oh yeah, I loved that board mm-hmm. game, and it was so much fun. And I would play, but I would oh, I would get so sad when I'd hit the. I'd be almost about to win. Hit that big ladder all the way down. Seventy I, spots. I remember crying uh, sometimes, <laughs> like when I play with my daughter. As a kid, oh. no, I'm like I'm so close to winning. Uh, oh no, gosh. but I love that. Did you ever, okay playground games though? Do you remember playground games that you would play at, at school? Oh man. Were there any that you loved? Lot like like the kind of like floor is lava esque. Yeah. Where... yeah, we never did floor is lava. That's newer. Yeah, uh, Red Rover, Red Rover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you ever do Red Rover, yeah. Red Rover? We did four squares. Yeah, four squares was good. Red Rover, Red Rover was traumatizing Send for Wally me. Right That's right, but it was traumatizing. You for have me. to run through that barricade yeah, of and people. You link your arms together, like your whole other team links their arms together, and your job is to run at them as fast as you can and break through their arms. And so you always try to pick who you think you can get through and I was all of four foot one uh, <laughs> you, you run know, under I, their arms yeah I weighed about 90 pounds you know soaking wet and I would run as hard as I could and I would just basically get clotheslined and just I never could break anybody's arms and then they always ran at me because I couldn't keep anyone from like busting through oh, so little I was so tiny I mean like I don't think people understand how small I was like I'm small as an adult playground human, trauma but like I was small small <laughs> as, as a kid Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. That's why I have Napoleon Complex, and that's what we're going to talk about tomorrow on the show. Uh, mm. Betty Rock's been trying to get well, to this maybe. for a while. I know. Uh, we've been unconfirmed. It off, but we'll I know. See. I know. We'll see how that goes on the show. <laughs> so if you listen to the uh, regular podcast, uh, make sure you check that out if it happens. Uh, but as for this thing, we're done, and that's going to do it for your aftercast for today. And thanks for being a potty.